0: And today we are dishing about our 2020 wellness goals for both ourselves and our family and how those goals may have changed since, well, (laughs) pre-COVID, I guess, (laughs) when we first uh, broadcast our our initial episode on our wellness goals. But first, let's do some catching up. Nicole, what's new?
1: Ah, just enjoying summer, full swing. You know, this is, I feel like July is the month that you can like fully enjoy summer before it's like August feels like back to school or who knows what August 2020 (laughs) entails, but, um, we're just enjoying, you know, picking fruit and the beach and the pool. My kids are actually like pooled out. They are kind of sick of it, which is kind of crazy. Um, but they are just really, they love the waves and the beach. Um, quick little story about Piper, you might have seen on Instagram. But that little girl, she has her puddle jumper on and her little boogie board, and she was just like white riding the waves. Um, she absolutely loved it. She didn't want anyone near her. I'm like, girlfriend, this is a great lake. Like, you need somebody near you. But she was like, Nope. She didn't want anyone near her. And she was just riding those waves in. Um, just I bet she was out there an hour. Just oh wow, riding waves. Um, I bet she's slept well that night. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> we uh we rented a boat like on a random Monday. We had all taken off. It was a actually a holiday for my husband and his best friend. So we rented a boat and it was just perfect. It was like glass out there on the lake, and we just zipped around. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was just amazing. And then did they
0: get the Monday off of for yeah, after the Friday? Fourth, they
1: got both. Or, Yep. Oh, they yeah, both. Wow. Yeah, okay. so their company does four-day weekends um, for like okay. the major holidays, uh, oh, like awesome. Memorial Day, Labor Day, 4th of July. I can't remember if there's another one or two, but isn't that nice? Yes. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah amazing. So I went ahead and scheduled off. Um, and then, you know, with, I think on an episode or two ago, I talked about, Oh, hockey's getting ready to start. Yeah. No, just, I I mean, I'm not planning (laughs) my life around anything. I got one of those, um, alerts on my phone, you know, the one that goes to everybody. So now in the state of Michigan, Mm -hmm. um, you heard this, uh, we got it too. I think oh, I know you're going to oh, say. Oh, that you yeah. have to be masked if you can't maintain six feet of distance yeah. and that stores are basically supposed to turn you away. Um, mm-hmm. So we're kind of tightening things back up again, which I'm not shocked about. Uh, mm-hmm. But of course, that means that nothing is resuming that we had kind of thought they were that we thought would be resuming hockey, the girls mm-hmm. dance, gymnastics, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what I will. So for me personally, no hockey and no tennis on a regular basis mm-hmm. Um but you know, I'm a Peloton freak. And so there's a Peloton uh, mm-hmm. this month. I think it's th- for the whole month. There are three weeks. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So you join a team okay. and that team is made up of a set. I think it's five instructors. And then at least this first week, I can only take it one week at a time. You have to take a class by each of the five instructors. So some of them are cycling. Some of them are running. One I did today was yoga. Still Whoa. hate yoga, but it's really <laughs> pushing me outside my comfort zone. So I did this um, like beginner core yoga for 10 minutes in the in my lawn after I went for a, a 30 minute jog, which was, I obviously enjoyed the run a lot more. Um, But yeah, yeah I, I appreciate that. I think I'll allude to this more, but the, the challenges such as these are helping me cross train at a time when yeah. other activities are not available to us. So I guess I could just mm-hmm. say I am trying to be positive about restrictions in COVID times and mm-hmm. trying new things. I have that. That is my only update. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, no, that's good. You know what's interesting? I actually think I saw this Peloton on the Peloton app, mm-hmm. and now that you're saying it, I remember seeing it. So
1: I should actually look into that. Is it too late to to join? No. I, I it starts okay. this week. So it's. I think it starts today. Actually. Okay. Um. So yeah,
0: do it. Maybe. I'll, maybe I'll check that out. We're doing an episode, I don't even know when, at some point this year where we're going to kind of try out new workouts and try out each other's workouts, right? Yes. Okay. I'm excited for that because I think that's good. I'm a very good cross trainer, but I don't go into, (laughs) but I do the same like three or four workouts. Uh, You know, I I, kind of cycle through them but I do not do anything as far as yoga or Pilates. And I think I should probably include that. And I I like what you did. You did the run and then the yoga. Cause I feel like for me, when I do a yoga workout, I don't feel like I got a a good workout in. And actually someone at one point told me that that was kind of the point, like, you know, to have a relaxing workout, (laughs) you know? And I just, I don't know. I just, for me, it's it's my medicine and I need those endorphins and I don't Mm -hmm. get them with yoga. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just doing the wrong
1: yoga. And I I have a question for you. you. Yeah. Imagine this. So you're kind of in downward dog. Do you know You mm-hmm. know what that position is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Could you, if you like leaned your chin, let's say towards your belly button and pulled in your knee towards your chin, do you think you yeah. would be able to touch your knee to your chin? Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: I'm pretty flexible. I'm not flexible, but I am. I say I'm, I'm a little bit above average in,
1: in flexibility. Yes. Oh, wow. I, she I was, think this is like beginner yoga today. And she's like, yeah, you might be able to touch your chin, your knee. I'm like, are you crazy? There is a foot between my chin and my knee. And I mean, I've got some, you know, padding in the front that I'm I'm battling here. But I, I mean, physically, it's probably possible. But I got some work to do before my chin is coming anywhere near my knee um, in that pose. Okay. So I'm, I just did it. And now I don't know how long I can hold it, but I can do it. Yes. Okay. I'm impressed. I,
0: I don't think I can hold it for very long. but yeah. And it really, I feel it in my
1: core when I do it. Yes. Well, was it was yeah. a core. Yeah. Okay. It was a core workout. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> well, we're all looking forward to that podcast episode yeah. and, and that'll be good. So what's new with uh, you guys? What's going on in Ohio? Oh, <laughs> so 4th of July was lackluster. You know, I, I think I
0: alluded to this on our last episode where typically for 4th of July, we wake up, we go get donuts. We watch
1: the parade. We, we haven't talked about the 4th of July, right? I don't think so. I feel like I, I, I saw lots on your Instagram, but. Okay. Well, we didn't really do much.
0: Usually we have friends over. We have a little party at our house or we go to someone else's house and then we watch the fireworks and, and where we live. But of course the fireworks were canceled and the parade, oh gosh, it was so sad. They did kind of a, a parade of sorts, but with no floats because, you know, if you think about a float, two things have to happen. First of all, you have to get together with all your neighbors to make this float. And then you need to get together with all your neighbors to ride on the float, right? So there's lots of people around on the float. There were no floats this year. It was really just cars. So we all, you know, we woke up early. We went and got our donuts. We went and got a good seat at the parade. That was a different route this year. They made it a lot longer so people could be more spread out. And it was basically 10 cars all decorated to promote the different things that go on in our city. And it was, it was pretty hilarious. I mean, it was <laughs> probably eight minutes long. And when it was over, we were just like, okay, <laughs> well, that was fun. You know, we're glad we, we really appreciated, appreciated that our city actually put that together. I'm sure it was not easy, but it was definitely not the same. So yes, our 4th of July was pretty lackluster. Nothing, nothing exciting really happened. We did some sparklers, Paige burned her finger, yada, yada. We had burgers. It was fine. Let's see. Okay. Speaking of July. So I know on the last episode, I mentioned how I was going to have a dry July and really the whole idea there. It was almost a detox of sorts from my vacation. So over vacation, of course, like always, I drank more than normal, which I'm not you know upset about at all. Uh, I did it. I knew I was doing it and I'm totally okay with that. But I think when I got back, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to, Nick always says, there's no way I could go a week without drinking. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to prove to you that I can go a week. I'm going to go a month. So that's really the whole reason I did it. I knew I would drink on the 4th of July. And actually I only had one beer. That's how boring our 4th of July was. Um, that sounds terrible, but you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: <It> wasn't <laughs> real rowdy.
0: <laughs> we didn't get into much. And so I don't know, I just, I had kind of a stressful week this week and not that I need alcohol when I'm stressed by any means. I know I don't have a problem with alcohol, so I just wanted a glass of wine. And I was just like, you know what, I'm going to break my, I'm not a big rules person when it comes to drinking or food, as we've talked about before. I was just like, you know what, it's not a rule. I made a goal. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get the goal. Oh, well, big deal. And You know, another reason why I had set that goal was because, you know, kind of going back to what the American society or the American Cancer Society had said about alcohol. And I was like, you know what, maybe I should reduce my alcohol intake. But and I think I am going to I think even just going the three weeks that I went without alcohol, it was actually about two and a half weeks total, which is a lot for me. Um, I, I learned a lot about, you know, maybe when I when I could go without a drink. When I typically do like, for example, today I had pizza. Normally I would have a glass of wine and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's Monday. I didn't really need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to a movie with my family. My, my husband doesn't drink. So, you know, I, I probably typically would have packed a beer and put it in a cooler and drank it. But I, I thought about it. I'm like, you know, I just, I don't even really need it. Uh, so, and I, I've been fine without it. So I really did learn a lot just in that two and a half weeks. I think that I achieved what I wanted to achieve, Learned some things about myself. Uh, long story short, it is no longer going to be a dry July, mm-hmm. but I think I've had actually only three drinks since, uh, June 28th. So I'm pretty proud of myself about that. Uh, and like I said, I've learned some things about myself and my, and my drinking habits. And then last, I have one
1: cocktail mocktail for you. Cause I did yes. this tonight. Okay. I, I'm working okay. on the same goal. Um, okay. but it was simple, you know, the brand simply Juices or simply they make like simply limeade, like simply yeah. lemonade. Oh, okay. Huh, yeah. Um, they have a watermelon one. And okay. I've yum. been mixing four ounces of that with mm-hmm. um a whole can of uh watermelon LaCroix. Oh, oh my yum. gosh. It's so good. Like a squeeze of lime, delicious.
0: Wait, I'm trying to
1: picture watermelon LaCroix. Mm-hmm. Have I ever had that? It's pretty new. What color is it? It's a pink Okay, can. Yeah. It's pink. Oh, huh, okay. I'll post I, it on I don't our think Instagram. I've ever had that. I'll post it on our Instagram. Right. Yeah. That, that sounds lovely. It's so that to me, then, if, it, if it's got bubblies, it feels a bit more special. And if it's yes. not just straight like LaCroix that I drink all day, to me, it feels yes. like a mocktail a little bit. Like it's got a little bit of sweetness. So I don't know.
0: And, and then we need to also check out some of, oh gosh, who did we interview last week? It's going to be on our episode next oh, Danielle, uh, in a couple of weeks. Danielle. She's got some good uh, mocktails for kombucha. I mm-hmm. need to check those out as well. Awesome. And then lastly, you know, work and school updates, nothing new. We still don't know what August is going to bring. And I'm just, it's really causing me anxiety. That's all I'm going to say. I, I just am chomping at the bit. I cannot wait. I'm dying to know what we're going to do. And we're supposed to find out this week. I don't know. I'm not holding my breath. Honestly. And you're talking about
1: for your kids or the university?
0: I'm sorry for our kids. Yes. Okay. I know what we're ha- what's happening with us at school. All the okay. kids are coming back. It's not going to be much different other than ordering. Um we're not going to have any self-serve areas where I work and in the operations and all ordering is going to be done online or on the mobile app. So it's definitely going to be different, but that's we've known about that for a while. Okay. Uh, but as far as my Your page specifically, I don't yeah. know what's going to happen with her. I so agree. I'm just yeah. Oh, I just cannot. I can't. I it's can't to find out. It is. Because, you know, I've, and I said this before, I I plan things <laughs> so far in advance. I mean, I've been planning her fall semester of kindergarten since like January. I, I You know, I reached out to find out where she could go after school because they only have half day kindergarten. Got that all squared away, put down the down payment. And now I'm like, I don't even know if I want to send her to that place anymore. I, mm-hmm. I just I don't even know if we're going to. Will she go to school all day, two days a week instead of half days and then be home on three days? Do I even want to send her anywhere else? I just, there's so many questions.
1: I think the only positive is it, you can almost just like blame everything on COVID. You know what I mean? Like, and it's <laughs> yes. true. I, I mean, yeah. if that gives you any peace of mind, cause it kind of does me, i I've, I mean, I'm having the same battle with, you know, thoughts of the fall and I'm like, where does that leave me with my job? But at the end of the day, it's kind of like, look, Nicole, like, we've never lived a pandemic before, you know, like our, like employers are going to be abundantly, um, just gracious. I would hope. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, because it is, I mean, you can only control what you can control. That's, that's, you know, and you and I probably both struggle with just relinquishing that, but I think, yeah, we just got to lay that one down and it is what it is. And, and nobody knows, I think. Yes, that's the bottom line you're right you're right nothing we can do about it nothing we can okay i know that doesn't help <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all right it's all right it's a good reminder uh before we begin to all of our listeners just a quick favor to ask if you like this podcast please write us a review we've been getting some good ones lately and it makes us mm-hmm. really excited <laughs> reviews on itunes are everything to us literally and they really help us reach more people so of course we'd appreciate it very much All right, we're going to go ahead and jump in. So each year in January, we discuss our SMART wellness goals um, that we have for ourselves and then sometimes even for our family. In July, we like to follow up on those goals since it's halfway into the year. And we do this to sort of keep each other accountable and just to kind of update our listeners. Maybe you have some similar goals yourselves. and Maybe just as a reminder to you as our listeners to kind of think back on your wellness goals for January of 2020. Ah, uh, this year is obviously incredibly unique with COVID, so we will also be diving into some ways our goals have changed in this new era of social distancing. So, just to start, Nicole, what were your wellness goals for the year as of January?
1: Okay, mine were really pathetic. Um, <laughs> I really only had like one wellness goal. Well, I, I guess that's not true. So, one physical wellness goal, uh, okay. which was an upper body workout two times a week, and I know that does not seem like a lot or enough. Um, but for me, that is definitely a stretch. Um, and I started looking back. I met that about twenty two weeks um so far.
0: Oh so wait, I, you met you, you actually had been recording the weeks that you've been doing that. Because you're looking on your app. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, exactly. Peloton?
1: Yep. Okay. Yep. So I awesome. started just like I said, I, I went back and I listened to the the episode in January because <laughs> I was I just wanted to be sure I was representing all of my goals <laughs> um, and uh I so I basically just started tacking on a 10 minute arms workout and I've been doing a few of them at work um like yeah. during my lunch break and whatnot so I would say that was that was one should I do the other one as well yeah go for it um the other one was to attend an NHL game which I have never done before uh mm. so Mark and I got that on the books i th- I guess it was it was January or February. I don't remember. So it was right before all the craziness started. I think it was the end of February. But we went to Detroit, uh, had his parents come. They watched the girls. We just went for one night, but we stayed at Motor City Casino, which was a lot of fun. A uh, really great hotel, walking distance to uh, the game. And it was Red Wings versus Blackhawks, and the Red Wings won. So uh-huh. all the stars aligned there. It was just a blast. I Just some highlights. And I, I guess- not only the game was amazing of course but yeah we had great seats uh but i would say just the overall experience i would say it was the first time um or the last time i can remember like really having fun with mark like specific oh. i mean we i mean we gamble I, that sounds really bad but like almost no. just like like youthful like we started like we were dating again kind of a thing um we were having drinks in our room before the game and there we had this giant window that overlooked like a street. And I was just we I had this music just like blaring and I was I had my like hat on backwards and I was like just dance I was basically giving him like a lap dance um with my clothes on like yes. in this giant window. This is a family podcast, uh earbumps, <laughs> But it was just so much fun and he was he like still we still remember like that night and just how much fun we had and we just felt like Little kids again, like you know, like little college kids. I don't know. it was I a blast. That. Um, so I would say just the whole weekend, like good conversation on the ride to and from Detroit, and just it was good, just a great experience. And obviously, the game was awesome, and I haven't played hockey since basically. <laughs> so oh, yeah gosh. what about you? Okay, well, what about your last one? You might as well just go through them all. Oh, the money on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that <laughs> was a, <laughs> that was a mutual goal of yours and mine. Yeah, um, not to obviously get rich doing our podcast, but just to offset sure. our expenses a little bit, and that's been a big fat failure. Um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, our podcast is growing. I, I mean, and people probably know this or can put two and two together, and/or we've mentioned it on the show. But COVID really affected the podcast um, listeners out there. I think, by and mm-hmm. large, based on the research I've done, is with less people commuting, I mean, you're around your children more, your family. I mean, the people are just Mm -hmm. listening a bit less to content. And that has definitely impacted us along with a lot of other shows. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I felt like, you know, really over these past couple months, we've had to rebuild our listener kind of base. And, you know, another reason that, you know, reviews are so important to us. But, you know, I think as we continue to grow and, you know, we've just remained like, very committed to the show and you know, it's it's hard sometimes to spend our evenings coming. I come up to my bedroom, which is currently like really hot. And, you know, on a beautiful oh, summer night after, you know, working for the day. And it, you know, it's not I always enjoy it, but it's kind of one of those it's just another to do sometimes. Um yes, and yeah. I'm sure you feel the same way. You know, I it's, do. It, our time is precious. And so I think it's one of those where yeah, if we could offset the money and and kind of that we invest, it would mm-hmm. help. But It is what it is. So I'm I'm going to give it two
0: more years. Like that's, I think, I think the realistic goal, if we can, if we can put four years into this podcast and finally start to make money, I will be happy. I know that sounds ridiculous, but again, considering COVID Mm -hmm. and I agree. I mean, I think about all the podcasts, there was a good two months where I didn't listen to any podcast and I'm like a daily podcast listener. There was two months there that I didn't listen to anything.
1: Well, I so think I do you and I would it. agree that it has to be the right fit for us too. We're not just going to start throwing ads all over the place um, sure. just because yeah. we want to offset costs. Like it has, we want to remain authentic and true to kind of our brand and, and what we represent. So, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into that. I, I think we've had some opportunities, but they just haven't been the right ones yet. Exactly. Um, so anyway. Yep. So true.
0: Okay, so my goals, I think I had four of them that I listed here. One of them was to read 10 books, which was a lofty goal for me at the time. And I'm already currently reading my 16th book and it's only July. So I'm pretty proud That's of awesome. myself for that one. I will say I i definitely give a lot of credit to my Kindle. I don't know what took me so long to get a Kindle. <laughs> I really do not. Because I love that how enamored thing, you are with it. <laughs> I am obsessed with my Kindle because I am someone who, especially when I'm working, I work for a university and I will walk to and front from operations to check in on them or do an audit or whatever it is. And typically I listen to a podcast, but I would, sometimes I just want to read and I can walk and read. I'm one of those people who can, I can be on an an elliptical and read. I can be on a treadmill and read. I can be in a car and read. I could probably be on a roller coaster and read. I'm one of those weirdos. (laughs) So having the, you know, walking, I even walk around my um, neighborhood now during, you know, this time where I'm working from home, I'll just go out and walk and I can bring my Kindle. Whereas before I would try to lug around a giant book. That is not easy. So having the Kindle is just so much more conducive to actually getting some good reading done. Love it. Uh, So my new goal is 20 books, although I think I'm just going to hit that out of the park. Although I will say my, my, my days are getting much busier. So we'll see. I think 20 is a realistic goal for me. And then my other goal was to do some type of a brain game daily or... Also, I, I always write down. I, oh, something else I love about my Kindle is that you can, you know, click on words that you don't know, and then it automatically brings out the definition. I love mm-hmm. that about my Kindle. It's probably my favorite um, little, you know, thing about the Kindle that I that I love so much. And because I usually will see a word that I don't know and just go to the, you know, go to my my computer or my phone and look it up. It's so much easier on the Kindle. So I also make you know, flashcards of words that I don't know. So every day I either go through those flashcards or I do a brain game on my phone. And I use this, and I've talked about it before, it's called Elevate, and I have been doing it daily or at least every other day. So at least, you know, four times a week, I would say. And I love it. I actually really, really enjoy it. And I just feel like it, I don't know, it's just something to kind of get my brain working early in the morning. I usually do it right when I wake up when I'm drinking my coffee. And then my other goal was to become a to become intuitive eating certified, I think is what it's called. It's not, it's not a certified intuitive eating counselor. I believe it's just intuitive eating certified. I think that's how how it's said. But there's four large steps. I am, I've done the first two and then I need to do the second two steps, which is uh, the workbook. I had to buy a workbook and I had to do a bunch of questions in the workbook. And then the live counseling sessions with Evelyn Tripley which I'm so excited about and also extremely nervous because she's been doing this for years. And I mean, I am, it's very, very terrifying to think that I'm going to have to be on the phone with her and pretend like I'm <laughs> doing a consultation with her. And I just, I can't even picture that right now. And then I did also talk about how we did as a family, we volunteered for meals on wheels. I wanted really badly to do that every season this year. And then to continue doing that with COVID. It's a terrible excuse, but it's one I'm going to use. I I know people are still volunteering uh, as far as Meals on Wheels is concerned. I know that there are still people doing that. It's not something I feel comfortable bringing my kids um, with me to do. I could certainly do that on my own. So it's really not an excuse. There's no excuse for why I haven't done it myself other than I just haven't had the time. You know, go back and forth between working full-time and also watching my kids more than I ever have before. It just has, I haven't had time, but I still... I'm still researching other ways that we can volunteer that doesn't involve, you know, being around a bunch of people personally. And that's and that's the truth. I hate to say that because for me, volunteering, that's part of the, the fun and, you know, going into people's houses and greeting them with a smile and showing them my kids and, you know, seeing their smiling faces and bringing them delicious food. I want to do something that involves other people, but at the same time, right now, it's just not something that, entices me which I I, again I hate to use that as an excuse but we're gonna find something else to do it it will happen soon all right so you had other ones on here do you want to talk about your your other ones that you have on here
1: yeah I just added this because I listened to back to the show in January and (laughs) I I was in a really bad place um I, I, yeah, just listening back, I, I felt like sorry for myself. I, I think oh. I knew like what was going on with me personally. I don't know how much I yeah. shared on the show, but you know, my marriage was not in a good place. And I think I was just at work, super stressed. I was just kind of going through this period where I was just like really reactive to like everything that was going on. And, um, yeah, I, I would say since that time, like <laughs> I think COVID honestly has been really good for me in this way to just like mm-hmm. slow down think things through, invest more time into kind of just my home base, like my people, my team, like just the, my nearest and dearest and and reinvesting time and energy there. Um, so I, I just feel a lot ground, more grounded than I did back in January. So I would, I mean, in some ways, 2020 has been a blessing. Um, and I can't believe I can even say that with all the crap going on in the world. But um, I think a lot of people agree with you, Nicole. I think okay. a lot of people are probably
0: listening and shaking their heads. I know I am. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: It's I, I think it's been a, a time to like reframe and refocus, Um, you know, and not that just like we were saying at the beginning, I mean, just the unknown and uncertainty and the anxiety that that can provoke is is very real. I have just found mm-hmm. myself um putting my phone down, you know, just oh, yeah. not even looking at politics i mean none Mm. of that stuff. i can't i can't it's not i i'm not capable do you guys
0: already have the the like presidential um advertisements i'm sure you do oh yeah yeah Yeah. there's the one i don't know if you've heard i'm sure you have there's one where it's it's sponsored by trump and he talks about how biden wants to defund uh the police Mm -hmm. and it's it's like a voiceover of someone calling in 911 who has just been raped or something. Or no, the 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 uh, the person on ni- the 911, it's a recorder. It's a recording. And mm. it says, if you have experienced a rape, press one. If you have experienced a burglary, press two. And then it says something like, your estimated wait time is <sighs> five days. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've heard this commercial probably a hundred times, and it's July. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So, yes, I... I know I'm, I'm going way off topic here, but I, I am not, I just, it's, it's, it's going to be something that will take our mind off of COVID. I think the mm-hmm. whole, you know, election and all that, but I really hope it just, I also don't want it to, to just, you know, escalate the terribleness of, of 2020. I don't want to get into politics here, but just the whole back and forth and all the commercials and all the advertisements and all the negativity. Oh God. I just hope it doesn't add to it. I, mm-hmm. it will unfortunately, but
1: yeah, it, I think this next half of the year is going to be, you know, leading up to election is going to be very oh. interesting. Oh my um, gosh. We'll see. Yeah.
0: But I think that brings it, it. It makes what you said all that much more important. I think that there's also some positive things that have mm-hmm. come out of this. And I think it's good to grasp onto that as much as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't been directly affected by COVID and I, and I knock on wood here and hoping that I, that I never am and that I am not. And I know there are probably some listeners who have, so us saying that there have been some good things might really be hurtful to some people. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I know what we're going through is, is terrible, but I think in the long run for a lot of people though, this slowing down um, to the speed of life, after or during COVID has been just kind of a blessing, you know, working from home and not having to like what you said on our last episode, not having that FOMO of fear of missing out on Mm -hmm. everything because you kind of have an excuse to miss out on things now, which I think for a lot of people is kind of a blessing. I mean, sure, it's also very sad and, um, you know, poignant in some ways, but it's also, there's also some positives, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think you're
1: exactly right. And I definitely agree with you there. And your work from home, hundred percent still. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So mid July, still hundred percent at home. Okay.
0: Yeah. Although I've, I've asked to go in, you know, because I, I, there's a certain uh, program that I use on my computer that I can really only use at work. So I've gone in a few times really only by request. They don't necessarily love that, but I've kind of needed to. And so, yeah, I, as needed I am going into okay. to my office I do have my own office so I'm and I'm very secluded from anyone mm-hmm. and we have to wear a mask and all that obviously even though there I don't see anyone when I go in at all there's nobody there um but come come August I'll pretty much be on campus the whole time
1: yeah it's at least so for interesting. A like we we rush you know in the outpatient setting you know we're kind of in a traditional like counseling type setting for diabetes nutrition all of that and uh the Center for Medicare and Medicaid has, um, CMS has allowed all of our staff to go to virtual for, and be reimbursed. So we got it all, you know, set up on, you know, Epic, which is the major electronic medical record used at many, many health organizations across um, the U.S. anyway, I don't know about the world. Um, But anyway, got that all figured out. I mean, we were one of the few programs in the state to figure it out. Let me tell you, People want to come into the office. They, It's so yeah. interesting to me. Yeah. Um, I, If I glanced at, you know, if we had 50 patients on the schedule this week, I bet three of them are virtual appointments. And every single are one serious? of them. you serious? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow.
1: Isn't that amazing? Huh.
0: That is. Because I will say that has been another, I think, positive thing that has come out of COVID for me. I've had about three different appointments between me and my kids. And they've all been virtual. And it has been...
1: Lovely. (laughs) Seriously.
0: Yeah. I I, I don't have to rush to get out the door or put on makeup or, you know, do my hair. Not that I really ever try to look that nice, but decent. And not that I don't look decent on the virtual, you know, um, the telehealth meeting, but I don't, I definitely don't feel as stressed about it or. Yeah. I mean, I did a meeting in my bed with Paige's gastroenterologist. It was, it was great. A lot better than that sitting so in a germ
1: infested waiting room, right? Yes. Oh my
0: gosh. I can understand maybe No, I just don't understand that. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Because because when you're doing the telehealth appointment, you it's not like you're on the phone where you're just talking like we're doing right now. You can actually see their face and oh, talk yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. Face it's like you're face to face, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So I don't see that's very interesting. That's shocking to me. <laughs> Okay. Moving on. And have you added any uh, goals since January?
1: Um, Yeah. So I would like to incorporate more Spanish into my girls' lives at home. Um, it was suggested, I have a friend, actually, I played hockey with her in college. Um, and she moved to Central America and um just like backpacked around. And I just, gawked at all of her images on Instagram for years um she's <laughs> back in cool. the states but obviously she's fluent in Spanish now and she suggested to me to come up with like to find cartoons and and just different iPad shows because my kids uh-huh. are they are introduced to Spanish in school and they have Spanish every day um and they know a lot of verbs anyway or I'm sorry verbs and and nouns um okay. and I do not I took French for 13 years. So I am of no use. Um, So I'm hoping that we can maybe morph some of our technology time into a bit more education with Spanish. So I would like to um, do a bit better with that. I'd actually like to start dinner earlier. So this is kind of opposite of what I did like a year-ish ago when I pushed Mm -hmm. dinner back, hoping that my kids would eat better. Um, (laughs) And they basically just don't eat dinner. So it's <laughs> I find that we're kind of sitting down closer to 6.45, and that's rolling into seven o'clock, which is kind of our quiet time when the TV can go on. And selfishly, like I miss that time because it's the time I get to cuddle with them and read my book on the couch as they watch TV. It's just kind of our all together in the same room time. Um so I'm gonna try and push dinner up. Just a smidge. Okay. Um, and then, kind of similar to what I said earlier, Mark and I, um, you know, kind of hit it hard with our marriage, like just trying to get back on track. And I mean, we were never like, it was never, I, I make it sound terrible, but um, we were just mm-hmm. needing some reconnection time. And we did a really good job of that. Uh, but I would like to keep kind of our foot on on the gas with that and doing some type of an emotional date. So that could just be something like taking a bath together and doing, we call it our date book, but it's called Eight Dates. Um I've talked mm-hmm. about it on the show before. Mm-hmm. We've still not made it through it. it and if you, because if you do every question in the book and like talk through it, I think that's kind of what it's intended for is to slowly work your way through it. So I think we're on date like five or six. Oh, um, but some, I bought it and I haven't even started it. I Well, I I mean, I really like it, um, just different options. He bought a date box um, for us for our anniversary back in May. So we've got a couple things kind of in the wings that we, but it's again just carving out the time to do it. So we're very good about finding our date outside of the house and getting a babysitter and kind of meandering out wherever we can go with COVID safely um, <laughs> once a week. But we need to, conti- I mean, continue to take the book with us if that's appropriate based on where we're going or just committing to that, you know, deep dive into the relationship every week, I would say. So what yeah. about you? I should add that to my goals to to at least start that book with Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I you think won't be disappointed.
0: I'm, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I, I I think we need that for sure, especially because we kind of gave up on our marriage counseling after. I just it's so funny. I, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but you know, Nick and I will have off weeks where we're just not jiving, and that's when I'll schedule you know a marriage counselor appointment, and then we get to the marriage counselor appointment, and he's like. So, you know, tell me what's been going on. And I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) I don't know. I mean, we're fine. I don't don't even know what to talk about because we don't really have, maybe I just need to find somebody else. We don't really have any issues. It's just we have off weeks. Okay. So I listened to
1: the the January episode and I said, if I have to start my morning one more time, I think this is like a direct quote of myself from January. If I have to wake up one more morning and do the the backpacks and the lunches, like that's his one job in the morning is like the lunches. Do you know that since we actually like established how important it is to me that he does that one task, not, and you said, I would just do it. And I'm like, nope, I'm like, I am so steadfast that I'm not going to do that one thing. But since that, it's, wait, I said you should just do it. You were like, yeah, I would just do it. And I was like, nope. Like you're a better woman than I. I would not just because you were saying if Nick just didn't do that, that you would do it. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that for I I cannot believe I said that. Yeah, no, I think so.
0: I think I feel like I would have been like, no, you make his ass do that. use my language. That is, I had to go back and listen to that. I do not believe that. But anyway, continue. I mean, it's
1: something so small. I think a lot of people, and for whatever reason, and I'm rolling my eyes at myself, but that was a big thing for me just because yeah. it showed consistency and commitment. It showed yes. teamwork, if you will. And uh-huh. we have really figured out that groove. I haven't said a word about lunch boxes. And I'll tell you, since he's been working from home, that may be a huge reason to <laughs> <laughs> so why everything's going so well. Because it's yes. like, like, I come home, and The dishwasher is unloaded, and Ugh. you know lunches. I'm like, all right, I like That's having so you home. Nice. Um, yes, I, sh- I will tell him tonight how much I appreciate it. But, um, I don't remember where I was going with this, but. I, th- I told you that our, that our counseling is just, oh, I but I think it could be like the little, cause yeah, you, I mean, on a day-to-day basis, you're like, we're fine. We're fine. Like we all say that. Right. But mm-hmm. if you pause to just think like, what's the last little thing that got under your skin or that's festering, I'm sure but do you, you know what that is something.
0: It's that he doesn't close the basement door. Okay. <laughs> I will tell you, I am married to, and I'm not just saying this to brag, but Nick is close to perfection. Okay. Aww. He really, really is. He does. And here's how I know that, because I will go to dinner or out with his friends, wives and girlfriends, and they just B-I-T-C-H about their husbands. And I'm just sitting there twiddling my thumbs. I don't have anything to say.
1: That is amazing.
0: it, It really is. I am very blessed. I mean, it's true. He is he's a great husband and he's a great father. He's I think my only real complaint is that he works too much and, but that's, I mean, what is, what's he supposed to do about that? I mean, he's got a job, very stressful job. Yeah. There's nothing, that's not something we can, we could go to counseling about how he handles his stress. And I think that's something that we have (laughs) talked about. Um, So that I think is, and we talk about that amongst ourselves, Nick and I We're very, very communicative and open and honest about how we feel. And we're always talking and communicating about, Stress, like how his stressful job makes me feel, and how my reaction to his stress makes him feel. So, we're pretty good about that, which is why I think maybe the counseling will probably pick it up again sooner or later. But anyway, I That's digress. That's
1: awesome. He's, I think that yes. is refreshing, probably for people to hear that you like think so highly of your spouse. Like, I mean, seriously, because <laughs> I would say most people, depending on it, doesn't matter your gender, like we just kind of go to that, like, unleash right like we're just like like and it's always negative like and then if you say something positive you're it's almost like people would look at you like ugh.
0: i know Uh, while you
1: are better than everyone else
0: that's how i feel when i'm sitting at these dinners with with his his friends wise i'm just like i don't i don't have anything to say i really really don't now here's the thing though i need to be better at telling him like what you were just saying how much i appreciate all that he does and
1: you know, how much I love him.
0: I'm not good at that. I'm saying this to you now. I should probably go upstairs and tell him how much I appreciate all the work that he does around the house. But of course, I shouldn't be saying that just because he's the guy. And oh, wow, amazing that he does this. You know, mm-hmm. I need to get that kind of praise too. Just because I'm a woman doesn't mean that I am should be, you know, required or expected to do that kind of stuff, right? Well, we're getting way off topic
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if I think... If listeners are sitting there kind of bobbing their heads like yep, yep, yep. I will say I just finished the book Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Glennon okay. Doyle is that the um pretty sure that's her name. Um and it would I would recommend that book for people who go for just gender equality. I mean, if that type mm-hmm. of stuff, you know, kind of blasting through gender roles and all of that, mm-hmm. if that speaks to your soul as much as it does <laughs> yeah. mine, I would encourage people to pick up that book.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Good suggestion. Mm -hmm. All right. So speaking of books,
0: my goal that I've added, and I know I mentioned this in a previous episode, but to diversify my and my children's books and TV shows and really just learn more about the racial injustices of our country, past and present, and what I can do to raise children that are the voice of change. I will say I'm I'm really struggling in this area, especially because one of Paige's favorite shows is Barbie, which I cringe every time she turns that freaking show on. I don't know how to I just I just need to put my foot down. But I mean, it's not a bad show. There's literally they're just all these stick thin. They're not only not, you know, ethnically di- diverse, but they're all blonde, straight haired, thin little twigs. And I'm just like, why am I letting her watch this? But anyway, I'm getting off, off, off subject here. <laughs> so I'm reading the book, White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. And I will tell you this. I feel like it should go on the reading list for every single student in America. It is just amazing. It is so eye-opening. Um, so it talks about how even white people who aren't overtly racist, you know, such as myself, do and say things that help to maintain racial inequality and how ignoring that or denying it, I mean, 99.9% of us as white females and males do this. Um, we deny, you know, being a racist. You know, I would never say I'm a racist. Of course I would deny it. but I read, I'm reading this book and realizing just by the ways that I'm living my life is actually, it's adding to the you know, racial injustices in our country. And I don't, I'm not putting that in a really great way. I mean, the book is just, it's like every page I turn, I'm just like, I have tears in my eyes. I just feel so bad just for how I've been raised. Not that it's my parents' fault. I mean, it's just, this is just how, how we're raised, how I'm raising my children. I need to do so much better. You know, they go to a school where there's not one black child in the school, not one black teacher, I don't know what I'm going to do about this. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. I'm kind of waiting to get to that point in the book. If it is even there, I don't know. But mm-hmm. right now I'm 50% into the book and all I'm hearing is that, wow, I have a lot of work to do. We as a nation have so much more work to do other than just
1: protests.
0: It's a good start, but oh my gosh, the book is just, it's just eye Okay.
1: Um, so yeah, it's it's an my amazing sister-in-law. Book. You posted a quote on our Instagram, and mm-hmm. my sister-in-law responded, just saying, "Yeah, she highly recommends it as well."
0: Oh, it was so good. It was so good. And again, like, well, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm just read the book. It, it was it's amazing. I'll link it in our show notes. And then, a ca- kind of similar. I also want to be. Hmm, I want to understand more about gender identity. So I want to take a gender. I said gender. Gender identity mm-hmm. class, specifically to gain a better understanding of. Uh, the use of improper etiquette with regards to pronoun uses like she, he, they, her, hers, et cetera, and how to properly incorporate non-binary verbiage into interviews and presentations and really other work and life-related programming and events. I I do think, I know they offer these gender identity classes and I really think that I would benefit from taking one just to get a better understanding of that, not only from a perspective as an employee but as, you know, a professor working with students, mm-hmm. I think it's really um, becoming more important and it's something that I should get a better understanding of. And then lastly, I want to reduce my average weekly screen time. <laughs> you know how you get that, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the week on Sundays, your average weekly screen time was this many hours. Mine's about three hours. I'm sorry, it's not weekly, it's daily. Uh, so mine's generally about three hours a day that I'm looking at my phone. I'd like to reduce it to, on average, two and a half hours. So that's a smart goal. It is realistic, only taking thirty minutes off per day. I think I can do that.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm looking at one minus after you said that, and I'm like,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it, it kind of it wobbles back and forth between three and two and a half, but I want to keep it at a at a good, you know, two and a half. And I still think that's too much, but hey, it's not always looking at social media. A lot, you know, I'll be looking at the weather or. What else do I look at? I mean, I use my calculator a lot on my phone or send text messages to teachers or, you know, coworkers, or students even. So it's not always just social media, but I think a good amount of it is.
1: Mine hovers right at about three to three and a half as well. So I'm looking at like the past couple of months, but yeah, I, that could go down. <laughs>
0: hmm. Okay. That's a, so how, That's a good goal. Right? Right. How is your life? And we've kind of already alluded to this a little bit, but how is your life and subsequently your goals uh, changed since COVID hit our world?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I answered that pretty completely. But, you know, I I mentioned the quote, time is my ally. Um, I, You know, I would say that's just slowing down again. I, I would just, yeah, less FOMO, everything I would say socially for me, socially, psychosocially is in a better place. Um, so I'm just trying to focus on that. I think I'm just trying to be positive because I can't control anything. And I think that's where a lot of us are starting to lose our minds is just the uncertainty and lack of control. Yeah. Um and we can't do anything about that. It's just solidarity. I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's we're all there. Um so I guess I'm just trying to be a little glass half full. And that's about all I got. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what and about you? I think
0: that's great. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would just say I don't know that it's really affected my goals per se, but like you said, overall, I'm just I'm less anxious, uh, or I'm less stressed overall, you know, as far as getting to certain places on time and making sure the kids get to bed at a certain time. And so we can get up at a certain time in order to get to school and to have them dress and ready, yada, yada. But I think overall, I'm also acutely more anxious, like you, I think, just said, just not knowing what's the next phase and what is coming up next for us. I was so excited for Paige to start kindergarten, this next phase in her life. And now... I don't even know if I want her to go to kindergarten, you know, and, and that's sad. And I'm, and it makes me anxious it it makes me anxious, not knowing what's going to happen. And, but that's not really a goal. I'm just saying overall, that's kind of how my world has changed. Uh, But, you know, I, I, to go back on goals, I had a lot of goals. And when it came to our house and different projects around the house that I've been able to achieve during this time, having more time at home which is nice. You know, a lot of painting that we got done our decorating our basement. So that's been nice. But then looking ahead as far as goals for planning vacations, you know, we had a, um, uh, we had planned to go to Disney in April of 2021. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not even sure. I, I don't know. And again, I can't decide this now. This is something that, again, I'm not, I'm going to have to lose control over, uh, The decision for a while. I had a whole plan for this vacation. I, you know, I've been saving money for it. I bought the book on planning a good Disney vacation. And, you know, at this point, I'm not even sure if we're going to go or if we go what it's going to look like. And it's just that's another thing that just gives me anxiety. And I don't know what to do about it other than to just wait it out and just, you know, go with the flow, which I'm not good at, but I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see about that. Aww. So yeah. So that's really it. What about your, your kids? Uh, have their goals changed? Have you, did you, I know you, again, you, we've kind of already talked about this a little bit, but are there any other specific goals that you had for your kids? And if, if so, have they changed since COVID?
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I, I mentioned at the beginning, like just about the pool in general, but I'm just finding that they are in our schedule, honestly, has not changed all that much. Mark is working from home exclusively, I am in the office exclusively, and the kids have remained in daycare. I mean, there have been no real um, alterations at all to their schedule. So, it, you know, it's a little different for us because. We, not much has changed in some ways. But I will say, I think because we're just super busy on the weekends, especially in the summertime, that mm-hmm. I need to remember I that it's okay to not always be militant about screen time and, and just that they need alone time to recharge their batteries. Um, And that doesn't have to be in front of a screen by any means, but um, I'm just noticing that they are finding ways to carve out alone time and quiet time. And I'm just... Um, rather than feeling like I, I need to family up like every minute they're at their home and kind of be that person to them. You know, I think it's a little bit of like working mom guilt and all of those things. Uh, but I think just relaxing a little bit and not having to have every minute of every day scheduled is a good thing. Mm -hmm. And that's probably like the exact opposite of what a lot of people are going through right now, where they have kids around all the time and nothing to occupy them with. Um, Mm -hmm. So I understand that that's kind of a unique situation, but I think the reality is that there would be a blend of both. Um, So I think for us, like, not having swim lessons not having gymnastics not having tennis like not having all of those things has <laughs> been a blessing um in mm-hmm. some ways other than that so i think once i think a goal is to strike a better balance um on a day-to-day basis i think both of them are kind of like me in that they can't go like hard all weekend and then you know just chill out during the week like they need kind of a balance on a daily basis of like quiet time and active time and TV time, like whatever it is, learning time. Um, yeah. So that's one thing. And then the other is, I don't know where it came from, but the book Charlotte's Web, which so many people have read, of course, it's kind of yeah. a favorite from my childhood. Uh, it must've been a gift for Shay. I don't know, at some point, I mean, I didn't buy it, uh, but I pulled it out and I just said, because she's been reading a little bit, like just like three letter words and working on what at least at their school, they call sight words, which are words that yeah. are difficult to sound out. I don't know the first thing about education, so <laughs> I, I that's why I think, you know, for us, we lean towards uh, school is, I mean, she's just learning a lot um that I could not give her. But she loves doing sight words. So I pulled out Charlotte's web and I just said, "Hey, what do you think about starting to read this together? Well, wouldn't you know? That child took that book to the beach. She read it at the beach. She read it in the car to the beach. She read it at the pool. I mean, she looked like a little teenager. I was having like flashes into my future of just this. And she has no idea what she's reading. But okay. So I was just saying. Say, no, she has no she's idea. She's not really reading it. Okay. No, I think she's looking for like three letter words that she knows and she's yeah. trying. Um, but She's God, trying to be like her, her mom. Oh my gosh. Mark and I are yeah. looking at her, just going, she has no idea what's going on. Like, but she's so flipping cute. Um, just trying. <laughs> so we're reading it together. We're like two pages in. She actually is enjoying doing more of the reading herself. Oh, reading. She's five, you know. That's um, so cute. Because there's some fairly big words in that book. Um, yeah. it is geared towards younger children, of course, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, a little bit of violence, you know, I mean, killing pigs right out of the gates, you know, um, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> it's been a while since I've read it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. It went to kill the runt of the litter right in the first like opening chapter. Um, so we're going to try and make it through a chapter book. There you go. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, I brought Paige to the library the other day to get her some books to read. And oh, you guys have do- the libraries open? Okay. So no, I shouldn't say the library. We went to half price books. Oh, Okay. Yeah, in our libraries, I can actually call into the library and request books, and then they'll bring them out to me. Okay. We can't go into the library. Yeah, it's really sad. But, of course, what did she pick out? Barbie. And you know what? <laughs> I, at first, I was like, no. But then I'm like, you know what? If that if, if that's going to get her to read, I'm going to buy it, you know? Whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, if that, I mean, Paige is the opposite of Shay. She does not love to read. She's actually pretty good at it, though. I will say she can read pretty well. Um, She sounds out words really, really well because she's already been in kindergarten once, right? So she mm-hmm. already did a year of kindergarten where she learned all that, uh, but she doesn't love to do it. So I actually told her she she likes my Kindle mm-hmm. <laughs> and I always try to get her to understand that I'm not looking at my phone. I'm looking at a Kindle and I'm reading whenever I have it out. And I told her if she learns over the next this next year to read well enough, I will buy her a pink Kindle. I don't even know if they come in pink, but... <laughs> They My have cases I'd buy for her sure. Exactly, exactly. So I don't know. Maybe that will be um, a good little carrot for her. All right. So as far speaking of Paige, for her, I, I did have a goal for her, and it kind of goes back to all that I've talked about with regards to her being a highly sensitive child. I had her in counseling for socialization. I wanted to kind of get her. Just, I don't know. I wanted to get her in counseling before starting kindergarten, before going to a brand new school, just to make sure that she does not have a hard time. I know she's a lot like my mom. She's, you know, a little bit slow to warm up, gets anxious very easily. So I wanted her to have counseling for that. And we had about three sessions. And then, of course, COVID started. So we have not been doing tele, um, health, uh conferences with that. We kind of just put that on hold. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to also get her into gymnastics over the summer to kind of get her in some more group settings. But again, I'm just terrified to put her Mm -hmm. in with more kids. She's already around kids at school, you know, all day, which is a risk in itself. I don't want to get her put in another group of kids that are completely different. So that's been kind of a bummer. I think she'll be fine. I also wanted to get Cameron involved with some type of a sport this year. I think I mentioned this on one of our episodes, I had lined up for um baseball. It was T ball oh, for yeah. three year olds, which ended up being basically a baseball Semipro. practice. My, yeah. Cameron's never even seen a baseball. Day one, they were like, had their mitts out, their helmets on. I'm like, okay, no. So
1: that didn't happen. We
0: canceled that one. He was like, mommy, I want to go play at the playground because there was a playground next door. I'm like, yeah, let's get out of here. Um so that. I would say for next year, probably mention this in January of 21. I would like for them to, by this this time next year, be swimming really, really well. Paige is a great swimmer. But when I say swim, I'm talking doggy paddling. Like she could fall into a deep, you know, a deep end pool and doggy paddle her way to the side. But I want her to swim. Uh, like legit swim. So that would be the goal for, I think, next year at this time. So I want to get her in private. That's That's the great thing about swimming. You can do it like a private lesson. So I'm going to have her get into that at our, at our pool, at the, ARP um, at the rec where I work and, uh, have her do private swim lessons, her and, and Cameron separately mm-hmm. over this, over the, um, winter. And I would also like them to start playing piano either this year or next year, probably more likely next year. And that's really it. Yeah. So just getting in, more involved in things. And that's really just been put on hold because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think that's it on our goals recap. What about mom wins or favorite new products?
1: Okay, I'm requesting cucumber recipes from our listeners, a Mark's Garden. I know we're doing a garden check-in coming up, but holy moly, we are producing the cucumbers. Um so, but I am revisiting It's kind of funny cuz one of my goals from last year was to get more creative with fruits and vegetables, and I feel like I'm finally like killing that goal. Um, but I pulled nice. up an old favorite, uh, which is a radish dip. So it's just diced up yeah. radishes. Oh, you don't like radishes? Wait, is it radishes? Like blends it up into a dip? No, no, no. You just chop them up, and then Greek okay. yogurt, green onions or okay. chives, and then salt and pepper. That's it.
0: Okay, okay. I mean, I could, I could probably. I shouldn't say yuck. I, I do. I, I don't hear radish and start to salivate, but that actually <laughs> doesn't sound that and then you just use that to what, what kind of dip is it for other other vegetables i put it on like bagel chips oh, oh i would do that okay it is good i'm telling right.
1: you are you growing radishes no, no. um okay. no but okay. okay i'll give you another quick recipe so it was a all cucumber right. and grape that's all it is and then the dressing is it's called a poppy seed dressing it's not really but it's a, just a six ounce like an individual Greek yogurt, and it calls for vanilla. I used honey flavored. And then you add a little bit of white vinegar, a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of olive oil and salt, and you mix it together. You can add poppy seeds if you want, and boom, that's it. And it's really good. That
0: sounds really good.
1: I'll link it in the show notes.
0: Okay, that
1: sounds lovely. What about you? I
0: found a recipe. Do you get Food and Nutrition Magazine? Yep. Okay. They always have really good recipes in there, and I will link this in the show notes. It is an action dish, so I'm getting... I don't know i think it's also fun just to get more creative with different spices from different countries and um, different cultures So this is an afghan dish and it is eggplant and red pepper with a yogurt sauce of course my family was like oh that sounds terrible and fresh mint i made it had some turmeric as well i thought it was delicious i think i ended up eating the entire thing by myself i did invite my mom over as well so we kind of both devoured it It was so good. And it was also really good as a leftover. I mean, I just ate it as is. I didn't even serve it over anything. It sounds good. It was just so full of flavor. I love eggplant, first of all. It was just perfect. It was a light, refreshing dish that I will for sure be making again. And will most likely go in next year's um, uh, healthy in a hurry (laughs) dish Mm -hmm. or uh, episode. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and read a review. This is from Beck. Zelensky, new favorite podcast. An RD living in Michigan with two littles at home, I relate with everything they have to say. <laughs> I especially enjoyed the latest episode on raising intuitive eaters. It's something that we are trying to do and they had some great tips and tricks. Thanks, ladies. Thank you so much. That was very sweet. And that was one of, I know, that was one of my favorite episodes as well. All right, so coming up on July 26th, we will be dishing about booch. That's kombucha. <laughs> how it is made and what the what are the health benefits. Until then, keep in touch with us on social media at Dietitian's Dish Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram and check out all of our episodes and show notes on our website dietitian'sdishpodcast.com. Also, please tell your friends about us. They can find us on numerous outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. And if you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds and you don't even have to write anything. Just fill out the stars. All right, until next time, everyone, be well and Nicole, I'll talk to you soon. Take care, Gina. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.